1: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: What are you drinking? Vinny. Cake bread shot an A. Haney, McUltra. Red, 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 red. Vinny and 80. Oh my God. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 1057, the fan, featured artist Friday at Santana. Chosen by you, the people. Anything you want to hear from the Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, send a request. applause for text line at 410-583-1057. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato, Nolan McGraw, other side of the glass. We'll talk to him later in the hour. Ravens now 8-3 on the year, 34-20. Final score last night. Here to talk about that and more covers the Ravens. For the Baltimore Banner, he joins us every Friday on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Let's welcome in Jonas Schaefer. Jonas, good morning.
3: Morning, fellas. How's it going? It's going
2: all right. I mean, a lot of different layers to peel back on what happened last night at m with drones and such. But let's start with, a, other than the win, real positive. Five more sacks last night. Vinny and I were talking about it earlier. Starting to see kind of the main dudes rise to the occasion. Matt Bk has been a beast. You got Clowney, who's been a godsend. Uh, Kyle Van Noy quiet last week, but uh, made his presence felt. But what about Adapé Owe all of a sudden being noticed on a weekly basis
3: here? Yeah, it's it's something remarkable to behold. You know, Next Gen Stats uh, tweeted last night that he's I think got five straight games with a fifteen percent pressure rate, which is second best in the NFL behind only Bryce Huff, who's just like a a more limited but obviously extremely impressive pass rusher for the Jets. And you know, I, I think Vinny can can speak to this. I, it, it is just really, really. It's a testimony to his improvement and to the Ravens coaching staff's investment in him, how far he's come along since he was a relatively raw prospect. Coming out of Penn State, you know, he was when you look at that college film, like the last guy off the line of scrimmage when you know he was going on these pass rush situations, it it was kind of confusing because he was also a guy who was running a four three forty at the combine and now you turn on the film now and he is beating guys with that speed rush, we're starting to see him work more power into his game, and he's really getting to a point where he has become extremely hard to block.
4: Now, Jonas, what did you think about the uh, the change from first half to second half? Because, I mean, in the second half, or let me just say, the first half, they ran it 12 times through at 19. Second half, they ran it 19 times through at seven times. I thought at the start of the third quarter, they just manhandled him.
3: Well, yeah. I mean, they should have manhandled them all game, being honest. This was a really, really leaky Bengals front. Uh, the best part of that run defense, at least in the front seven, is Sam Hubbard. He was missing. You know, I uh, wrote in my preview the other day that they were lasting pretty much every metric imaginable run defense-wise when Sam Hubbard was off the field. So for the Ravens, for the better part of that first half, to you know not be averaging even – You know, the guys weren't even getting back to the line of scrimmage before they were being contacted. It was pretty shocking. I mean, obviously, credit to Cincinnati for a couple full-time pressures, run blitzes, guys were getting off blocks. But I think finally we saw, you know, the the law of averages taken, and that is what a top-ranked rushing offense should look like against a, you know, last-ranked run defense. And um, good sign that they actually got got it going because I I know that there's been a lot of games over the past couple years where, the Ravens have had seemingly the the advantage on paper over, you know, like a Steelers run defense or a, a Browns run defense. It doesn't, hasn't played out that way. And for the Ravens to stay committed to the bit and actually work them over in the second half like they did, I think was a great, great time.
4: Were you surprised at all the deep throws last night?
3: <laughs> the number of them or the, or the inaccuracy of them?
4: Well, kind of, well, the, really the, inaccurate ones, one to Flowers, and then one to Bateman. The others were all, I thought, okay.
3: Yeah, that, that that's just what Lamar Jackson needs to be. He just needs to be okay. Um, you know, it was unfortunate for Rashad Bateman, for Rashad Bateman, he's every single week stacking his cornerbacks on these go routes, yeah. and sometimes he's, you know, overthrown, or in the case of last night, he was – just underthrown, and Cam Taylor Britt was in the right place, the right time to make a really, really impressive mm-hmm. deflection there at, at that last second. Maybe you could say Rashad needed a better, uh, do a better job working back to that ball and, you know, challenging at the catch point. But, um, you know, he was, he, he was there, uh, probably deserved a slightly better throw. And, you know, it, Lamar seems to have that, he needs to keep defenses respectable. You know, he he, he needs this passing offense to, to open up the middle field by showing that he can nail these 30 to 40-yard bombs downfield. Otherwise, it's going to be a little bit more, you know, complicated for him over the middle of the field, especially now that Mark Andrews is out. So um, I don't know if just because of how he sets up his feet and, you know, his, his arm slot and everything, he's ever going to be like Geno Smith or Russell Wilson throwing downfield. But if he can just make one of every three, I think that would be, uh, that would do a huge, huge amount of work for this Ravens passing offense.
4: Jonas, is uh, Odell become uh, Mark Andrews, basically, you know, target wise?
3: I don't know. I mean, it was, I don't know if you guys looked at the snap counts from last night, but he did all that damage on just 22 snaps, which was really, really impressive. I mean, you don't often see guys who are going over 100 yards, just getting...
4: How about his yak ability was... last night, Jonas? That was the first. Yeah,
3: you know? not not just him. I, he, I tweeted this last night, and he's, he's, he looks like he's got that burst. That yep. there, there was the, the I don't know if it was the dig route or, or whatever, but the the, the the catch where he's going from right to left and catches it about 15 yards downfield, and then, you know, it's, it's not an unathletic angle secondary. It's certainly not a, a good secondary, but for him to look like he's having... This gear that he didn't earlier in the season, and, and it's a gear that was different from what the Bengals guys who, you know, to about, weren't having to worry about carrying the ball for him to just zip around them. Um, it looks good. And, and this this goes back to last week as well, where he, he had that separation on that catch and run touchdown. So, um, you know, he he's going to earn more targets if he's getting open. I mean, if the Ravens continue to see a lot of man coverage, I like their odds because of <laughs> the Bay Flowers. Man, he, every single time he gets a man coverage, it seems like he knows what to do to get two or three yards of separation. So it seems like the Ravens are figuring some stuff out there.
4: I, I tell you what, Jonas, I've been impressed the last couple of weeks with Charlie Kohler. And the reason why is the last two games he's made tackles on special teams. And to me, normally when a guy starts making plays on teams, then, you know, the play on the field starts to pick up a little bit. And he made a nice catch and run last night. I still don't think he's a great blocker, but he's the only one they got.
3: Yeah, that is to me the, the biggest deficiency with losing Mark Andrews. Obviously, he is an all-pro talent. He is probably their best red zone weapon. But when he is lining up there along the line of scrimmage, it's a little less clear to defenses, I think, what could happen. Uh, Isaiah, Isaiah Likely is not a guy that I don't think you trust as an inline guy. Charlie Kohler is obviously still a little light in the pants. Uh, again, not a guy that you would expect to line up over defensive end and have him respect you on a play action play or even a run blocking play. So uh, I do think, you know, based on everything we saw in training camp, based on everything we saw last year, there is that nice potential for Isaiah likely to be a positive productive piece in his passing offense. I know he's really close with Lamar. I think that goes a lot in, in the chemistry that he has with his receivers, but obviously anytime you lose Mark Andrews, you know, the, the, the passing amount because it's not going to be what it once was.
2: Jonas Shea for Baltimore Banner. Jonas Free, you, let you roll and enjoy your air quotes mini buy. I mean, you're still going to be working, obviously, for the Baltimore Banner, but looks like the way injuries are taking place in the Ravens, obviously, with Andrews <laughs> feeling the pain. It's going to be Baltimore, Pittsburgh, maybe for the division championship. I mean, it's, it's a mind boggling scenario that I can't wrap my head around yet, if it in fact yeah, becomes I- real.
3: On one hand, you have the team with the NFL's best point differential, (laughs) and then on the other, you have a team that can't outgain a single opponent. And, uh, you know, I wrote about it this morning. We've reached this narrative inversion where the Ravens have the most comfortable quarterback situation in the AFC North. You know, knock on wood, obviously it's been December where Lamar has gotten tripped up with injuries. But you look around the rest of the division, every single other quarterback has either lost time, will lose time, or been knocked out of games in Kenny Pickett's case. And here's Lamar Jackson playing through ankle injuries and looking, again, like the best player on the field for big stretches of uh, last night's game.
2: Jonas shafers the Baltimore Banner, covers the NFL, and obviously the Baltimore Ravens. Jonas, appreciate the time. Hey, enjoy brunch Sunday.
3: You get the day off. How's that sound? Thanks, <laughs> I also cover drones now, too, apparently. There you
2: go. Right. <laughs> All right, Jonas. Thanks. Jonas Schaefer, everybody. Talking about the Ravens who win last night, 34-20 over the Bengals. Ravens 8-3 and on the year. You want to get in, you can. 410-583-1057. Whip around coming up next. Talk about what happened in the world of sports last night, and historically, it is November the 17th. Keep Keith Cavanaugh, TerrapintTimes.com. Preview Maryland Villanova tonight, men's college basketball, and Maryland and Michigan tomorrow. Uh, Fox's big fancy thing is going to be a college park for that football.
5: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
2: Instacart knows nothing
0: gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ball extravagant.
6: Vidy
2: and Hades, whip, whip Brought to you by Fox
4: Hill Pizzeria and Crab Cakes, the best crab cakes in Harford County.
2: 1057, The Fan. Time for the whip around. It's Vidy and Hades, 1057, The Fan. Featured Artist Friday, Santana. Victory Friday, Ravens 34-20 over the Bengals. Let's see. Boxing last night. I got to be honest with you. I only saw first six or seven rounds of the Navarrete fight. Consensio, Good fight. Flipping back and forth between the Ravens in the title fight. And uh, Navarrete dropped him twice. It was a good scrape. Called it a draw. Right, it's boxing. I mean, I mean, you got to hit a guy with a frying pan and knock him unconscious, apparently, to win a fight. But Shakur Stevenson did not see his fight because by then, uh, Enter Sandman had already paid me a visit. And apparently, if I was battling insomnia of any, this fight would have put me to sleep. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Boring fight. Shakur Stevenson won. I mean, he's like Floyd Mayweather, younger version. Unlike, I mean, he can engage, but he's more defensive. And the guy fought last night was kind of the same. So Ryan Garcia tweeted out, or X'd out, whatever the hell they call that now, that if I was there, I would have wanted my money back. If they liter- people were literally, looking at the round-by-round round reports this morning, were literally leaving during a fight. I mean, boxing, anything could happen. They were so, like, unwilling to engage. People were just like, like a bad movie. Uh, We're out of here. One like a Stallone fight. No, you not going to take you down. <laughs> Maybe I'll get out of here. What's your name, Adrian. So, anyway, he won. Three division champ. Good for him. In the NBA last night, it was Miami, 122, 115 over Brooklyn. Haywood Highsmith, Archbishop Curley, six points and a board. Jimmy Bucket's at 36. Don't look now. Miami's starting to percolate a little bit eight and four on the year after a slow start it was oklahoma city 128 109 over golden state aaron wiggins maryland five points two boards and an assist nolan's favorite player shay jilgis alexander 24 two, seven, and three steals stat filling like he normally does taking care of business oklahoma city chad hongren's having a good year josh giddy's starting to get into the flow of things They got a nice team out there, the former Sonics, that's for sure. College Hoops last night, men. Number six, Houston, the Cougs. Beat the Towson Tigers, 65-49. So, hanging around are the Tigers locally here against the top 10 team. Big 10 basketball last night, men. Indiana, 89-80 over Wright State. And it was Missouri, 70-68 over the Gophers. Oh. Women's basketball last night. UConn number eight blows out Maryland 80 to 48. Brenda freeze uh, back-to-back spankings there for her lady Terps. Uh, South Carolina got on them last week and then last night. guess the level of uh, revenge for Maryland winning last year. Uh, Paige Beckers, who missed all of last year with a knee injury at 24. But a big, big stunning upset. And am going to be honest with you, unless it's Maryland women, I don't pay, pay attention to college. Hoops win until the tournament. Well, Iowa lost. That's what I was going to say, Vinny. K-State 65-58 over number two, Iowa. So, the Lady Hawkeyes, they lose. I mean, am I allowed to say, I I don't want to get into that. I don't even care anymore about political correctness, at least on this uh, featured artist Friday. Baseball show, Hey, (laughs) Atane won his second MVP for the Angels. And Ronald Acuna. Got it in the National League. The surprise, not that they won, Inanimous. especially in the National League, and unanimous. Yeah. Both. Let, yeah. let it happen. Joey Atani played for one of the worst teams in baseball. Ronald Acuna, inch for inch, pound for pound, probably plays for the best team in baseball, but they lost in the playoffs early mm-hmm. again. So, congratulations to both of those players for achieving success. And Acuna, he's, he's playing winter ball in Venezuela. I mean he's already back out there playing. And Otani free agency. Not yep. pitching next year. Yep. He'll on. look good in Dodger Blue, I guess. Wants a short deal. He'll look good in Dodger Blue. <laughs> I guess. Twenty eighty one oh five seven the pad. This day in sports history. It's November the seventeenth. How about we go to uh nineteen ninety real quick, college football? David Klingler. Remember him? Houston. Yep. Norm, you remember who uh, David... Nah, he was before you were born. Big quarterback guy. Used to Cougars, as Vinny said. First-round pick of the Bengals. Run and they, shoot. they cundiff Boomer Esiason to bring in David Klingler. Oy. But on this day, against Eastern Washington, David Klingler threw a very 1982 Bob Haney, Anchor Street wreck performance. 11 touchdown passes. <laughs> 11 in a game. 11 touchdown passes, 572 as Houston, as you would expect, blows out Eastern Washington, 84 21. 1984 at Memorial Stadium in Baltimore. Maryland Terps take it on number 20, Clemson, and blow out the Tigers. We talked to Kevin Glover about this when we were at the Maryland uh, Pro Day back in April. Kevin Glover, longtime NFL star, was the center for the Terps. He dominated Refrigerator Perry on this day. Alvin Blunt rushed for 214 and two TDs. Tommy Neal, 113, two TDs. Maryland on the day rushed for 406 yards against Danny Ford defense. 577 total yards, 4123. The eventual ACC champions blow out the Tigers on this day 39 years ago. Stop. And then on this, this seems like it was only yesterday. 2019, Nolan McGraw. Let's uh, let everybody know or remind them what happened on this one.
1: Jackson closing in on 300 total yards. Jackson, the spin and toss. Ingram.
2: That's Ian Eagle, CBS Sports, Lamar Jackson. Four years ago today, M&T Bank Stadium throws four touchdown passes, two to Mark Ingram, who now's on that big Fox thing that's going to be at Maryland tomorrow. Yeah.
4: You think he's very good?
2: He's all right. He's outgoing personality. He's yeah. an engaging dude. I just Reggie Bush probably. What the hell? You know what I mean? But anyway, Mark Andrews, he caught one. Seth Roberts. <laughs> yeah. what I remember about him, he dropped a touchdown pass in the uh, Tennessee playoff game, which would have been. Remember, he's out there on the sideline, kind of over the shoulder hit him, and they dropped it. He would have been on hey, anyway. And Gus Bus, 63-yard touchdown run. Ravens blow out the playoff bound Houston Texans, 41-7. Six straight win for Baltimore as they improve to 8-2 and two on the year. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Nolan, we have time for a call. You make the call. He says yes. That's a thumbs up for Derek in East Baltimore. Derek, thanks for holding. Welcome to the Fan Victory Friday.
6: Morning, Bob. Morning, Van. What's up, dude? How you guys doing? All right. Cool, cool. So, Bob, this is my first time I've been able to call in this week, but I'm going to call next week, and I'm going to vent about them Terps, man. I got a lot to say about them. Which ones? Both of them, they pissing me off.
2: Yeah, they were. They built a new gym down in Asheville last week in the basketball. I'm telling
6: game. you, uh, inexcusable, inexcusable. I, I, I'll save it for next week. Right. But, Van, <laughs> <clears throat> um, listen, this is the reason why, man, I respect. I'm going to put some chapstick on. This is the reason why I respect <laughs> your football acumen, man. Like, your great football mind, because early in the season, man, you called that Chuck Smith higher, right? And you said that that hire would greatly impact those pass rushes, right? And it has to be a correlation between his hire and the way that this team has played as far as with the sacks. And I'm I'm specifically uh, talking about Owe and Matabike, Mm -hmm. the young guys, right? Because previously to this year, you know, we were like, oh, the talent is there, but they haven't really showed it." But this year... You're saying the difference, and in their play, so I believe that Chuck Smith hire was monumental for this team. Yeah, and and you know
4: what you should do is go back and look at week two when they played the Bengals. Watch them rush the passer, and then last night they're
6: so much Mm -hmm. better, so much more Mm polished. Oh no, without a doubt, without a doubt, and I. And I was I agree with um, Jonas. Uh, you guys, you guys were talking about with Jonas Schaefer about uh, o, uh, Odell Beckham.
7: Mm-hmm.
6: I mean, the difference. I mean, the difference from the way that he's played the majority of the season to what maybe the last two three weeks. Like you can see his explosion is back. Yeah. He's getting separation again. Like you know what I mean. Like you could just see the difference in his game. You know what I mean. But um, I wanted to, I wanted to. You know, just touch on likely, man. Because to me, it looks like a guy, man, has kind of lost his confidence, right?
7: Mm-hmm.
6: And um, you know, last year when he was a rookie, you know, he was the star training camp, he caught everything. You know, uh, we was, you know, we were really high on the young guy, man. He, you know, he really looked good last year, and then, you know, so this year, man, he's kind of looking like a guy that's trying to find his way. So, you know, hopefully, man, you know, uh, prayers up for Mark Andrews. But hopefully, man, um likely can, you know, get some extra reps with Lamar, get some extra reps with the with the first string offense and get his confidence going a little bit. But um, you know, overall, man, it was a great one for the team. I just thought the team imposed their will in the second half, man. That's mm-hmm. that's really what it boiled down to. I, I think, you know, to me this looks like a tired team. You know, they've been playing eleven weeks straight. So they kinda look tired to me. But I thought they just imposed their will in the second half. And I think going forward, this is the mentality they have to have in the second half. You gotta impose your will on these teams. Because we're gonna we're gonna jump out and get the lead. That's just a given. That's we've been doing it all year long. We're jumping out on these teams, getting these leads. We gotta finish. You gotta impose your will in the second half. So, you know, good win for the team, yep. man. Go, go Ravens. Thank uh, you guys. All Let's right, go. Derek.
2: Have a great weekend. Video and Haney one oh five, seven of the band. We'll come back. Keith Cavanaugh. TerribleTimes.com, preview Maryland, Villanova tonight, men's hoops, and then tomorrow, Maryland and Michigan, 12 o'clock kickoff, you can hear it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn,
0: you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites.
5: Breaking news, expert analysis, exclusive access, 105.7 The Fan. Breaking news from The Fan is presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today.
2: They need 105.7 The Fan. About a little featured artist Friday, at Santana. That's right, riffing for you. Because you chose it. Pick a song, we'll play it. We're 10, 5, 8, 3, 7. Bob Hattie, Vinny Serato, Maryland tonight. Villanova, college hoops, Gavit Games in Philly. Villanova ranked number 21 coming off a loss. Maryland football tomorrow against Michigan. Michigan, we know their scenario. They're going to the playoff unless Maryland stuns them as 19-point underdogs here to preview both from TerrapinTimes.com. He's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Keith Cavanaugh. Keith, what's going on, man?
8: Good morning, guys. So much news, so little time. Hey, the Turps only lost by seven last year up in Ann Arbor, so who knows what could happen. But did you guys get the memo that uh, Maryland is playing America's team this week? Yes. America's team who just waved the white flag and said, ah, we won't uh, press this injunction anymore. So Harbs will be on the sideline the last three games of the year, the first three games of the year. And the judge was a Michigan alum, and he's a current law professor at Michigan, and they still wave the white flag. So I've had enough of all the theatrics and drama this week. Let's get to the game, which obviously could be one-sided, but we'll see.
2: Okay, well, I was going to start with hoops, but since you took over the (laughs) narrative, that's all good. But tomorrow's game, 19-point spread in favor of the Wolverines. And last week at Ann Arbor, or excuse me, in Happy Valley, they didn't seem to be distracted by anything, is uh, they just literally ran the ball down Penn State's nope. throats. But Keith, yeah. we talked about it all year with Maryland and the, the- – Michigan's offensive line, they're behemoths. And Maryland's D-line's uh, scuffling a little bit. And Maryland, even though Nebraska turned the ball over five times last week, still needed a field goal at the buzzer to win. Yeah. So if they win, I don't think they will. But if they do, it'll be certainly the biggest win of the Mike Loxley era. But how, Keith Kavanaugh, in, in your astute analysis of the game, how does the, the upset happen barring Michigan turning the ball over 17 times tomorrow?
8: Well, their flight gets canceled, the bus breaks down, uh there's a meteor shower, uh, lunar eclipse of the moon at twelve noon. But anyhow, yeah, I mean Michigan's first in the in the conference in offense at thirty nine points a game, four hundred and ten yards first in defense, only allowing two hundred and thirty two yards a game. What's their average margin of victory is thirty nine to seven and only what, three times this year they've given up one score in a game, more than one score in a game. So, you know, unfortunately, it's a homecoming for two of their star players, both sides of the ball. Blake Coram, of course, from St. Francis up here in Baltimore at running back. Chris Jenkins, their DN. The Turp legacy at yeah. a good council uh, leads their defense. But what do they do? Run the ball 32 consecutive times against Penn State. Clearly exposed Penn State um, and Drew Aller, uh, their offense, but, you know, that game was still, you know, the, the final margin wasn't huge. But um, the, um, you know, Maryland, great. They got bowl eligible. That game last week in Nebraska set football back 100 years. What was it, eight total turnovers? Mm-hmm. Fortunately, five uh, Maryland got, and I think three were thrown directly to Maryland, to defenders. But Maryland did a good job. Stopping the run, Nebraska's forte was 40 rushes for 183 yards allowed. All the big picks, the turnovers, the field goal, and the clutch. Um, <clears throat> They're bowl eligible. If they can somehow beat Rutgers, who was blank the other day, 22 nothing by a very inept uh, Iowa offensive team, maybe they can get to uh, back to the Music City Bowl. Uh, right now it's looking like guaranteed whatever bowl against west virginia in el paso might be the scenario what if time is that game el paso three. what time's <laughs> <is> the game <laughs> keith that's the important thing <laughs> the guaranteed rate uh bowl um it beats another mayo or ketchup or mustard bowl or, or whatever um but they're bowl eligible that helps with everything no reason this team can't get seven wins uh you know, by the end of the season. Now, obviously that game's Thanksgiving weekend up at Rutgers. They're not gonna beat uh Michigan tomorrow, but big noon kickoff, Fox T V will be there tomorrow, ten A. M. starting their show. The only problem is school um got out early for Thanksgiving uh this year because of everything that's going on. So all the students are leaving campus today instead of next Wednesday for Thanksgiving break. So I'm not sure how the student draw will be, um, uh, both for the pregame show and for the game itself. But, you know, you want to see them uh, try to stay competitive, try to stay injury free and try to finish this thing out with seven wins. Should have been a nine win season guy. Uh, You know, we don't have to recount all the uh, woes they've had all this year, but um, seven would be progress, and Vinny will be pleased to know seven will get Loxley another year extension Mm -hmm. as well.
4: Hey, uh, (laughs) Keith, how many Michigan fans are going to be there tomorrow?
8: Yeah, I would assume a lot. It's quite vibrant uh, Michigan area, D.C., Baltimore, Northern Virginia in terms of alum. Um, the Maryland crowd may be lacking a bit because of the student situation. Don't have any exact numbers, but, um, us against the world, you know, I've never seen a program. So megalomaniacal or myopic in terms of, uh, all of this stuff that's been going on. And then when Sharon, Wright Or Sharon Moore, <laughs> I'm mixing up Clemson basketball players. Yeah. Bob interim yeah, first coach. round pick baby. Yeah, his, his post-game interview where he combined both the good lord and the f-bomb on live TV. So it's been kind of a chaotic time for. A, I, I have a feeling more's to come. Um, no play on uh, words here. Um, in the aftermath of this whole thing. But um, obviously it was a systemic cheating type situation up there, whether it was institution, coach, player, whatever, who knows? I guess the NCAA will have to get to the bottom of it. But it was good that the Big Ten took a stand before waiting 18 years for an NCAA investigation. All that being said, that's not going to to you know, uh, change the outcome tomorrow, uh, much of that game. But we'll see. Because Michigan, as we know, hasn't been truly, truly tested every week by all kinds of gauntlets of college football.
2: Keith Cavanaugh, Quickly, Keith Cavanaugh, you mentioned yeah. more Terps tonight against Villanova. Going to have to slow down Justin Moore. Wildcats, though, they did lose to the Quakers yeah. earlier this week, but Maryland o oh, for uh, North Carolina and almost o oh, for three-point shooting. Yeah.
8: Well, let's see. Villanova, you know, they beat AU and LeMoyne, then they lost to Penn. They're in the top 25. Justin Moore, DeMathis, Fiennes, back for the knee injuries, averaging 18-plus a game. You know, he almost transferred to Maryland this summer, and his girl- girlfriends on the Lady Terps team um, – Basketball team, um, Jaquia Brown Turner, uh, but uh, Villanova upped the NIL package, so he stayed. They were 500 last year in Kyle Neptune's first year. They're shooting the three ball a bit more. That game's up there tonight. It'll be tough, but unfortunately, right now, Maryland is one and two, um, shooting 24% from three devolving yet again into turge iso ball when it comes to offense. 28 turnovers in those two games down there. 22 points UAB got off of Maryland turnovers. Two one-dimensional right now, not enough oomph inside. Still trying to figure out the rotations, the free throws, and the three-point shooting is quite woeful right now. Um, And, you know, I think Deshaun Harris-Smith is probably pressing too much, a little out of control, where Jamie Kaiser is too tentative and a little nervous. Um, And those freshmen really need to get involved here. But um, Maryland's got to run better offense and they got to react better to the zones because now we're going to see the blueprint everyone's going to come out on zones with them until they can prove they can knock down the three ball
2: Keith Cavanaugh terrapin com. Keith has always appreciated it happy thanksgiving to you and the family we'll talk
8: to you next week yeah, you too, guys. Take care.
2: Later. There's Keith Cavanaugh, everybody. Terps tonight against Villanova. You can hear the game on the fan. Same with tomorrow against Michigan. Taking on the Wolverines, era the Terrapins in Maryland. Bowl eligible, but guaranteed rate ball. I think that's the one out in Santa Clara. At like 10 o'clock at night. This going to affect
6: us.
5: Vinny and Haiti, put your headphones in
2: and ignore your coworkers. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haiti, 105-7, the fan. Victory Friday. Ravens win last night, 34-20 over the Bengals. Now 8-3 on the year. Unfortunately, looks like they've lost Mark Andrews for the season. For the Bengals, they fall to five hundred five 5 5-5, 0-3 in the division, 1-5 in the AFC. And they could be without Joe Burrow for an extended period of time who left last night's game with a wrist injury, sprained wrist, that Zach Taylor said after the game. They were unaware of, to the best of his
7: knowledge. Let's bring Nolan McGraw in. Quick draw. How are you feeling? Feeling good. I think everyone would agree you'd like to beat your division rival at full strength. But with that being said, a win is a win. You'll take it any way you can get it. Continue to control the AFC North. And it wasn't long ago when the Ravens were going through injury issues of their own, not just Lamar, pretty much their entire roster at one point. And the Bengals beat up on him. And they did what they were supposed to do. They beat up on a team that they were significantly better than. So the Ravens, no Joe Burrow last night. They did what they were supposed to do. They beat up on their opponent. I I saw this on the interweb. Can't believe everything you read.
2: But since Joe Burrow's coming to the league in 20, Mm -hmm. in the matchups between the Ravens and Bengals, he and Lamar have only played one full game together, healthy quarterbacks.
7: Wow. And that's last night, you're saying? No.
2: Burrow got KO'd.
7: Oh, oh, I mean, were they, they, hey,
2: there's the kickoff, there's the final gun. One time, and that might have been... Burrow's rookie year. When the Ravens were shutting him out and they kicked a field goal at the end, it had old Dink Winkerman uh, losing his mind at at the end. But isn't that crazy? We talk about them because we connect them because they're Heismans and we know the backstories of their careers, big money dudes. They really haven't gone
7: against each other much during their careers here It's kind of like Lamar and the Steelers in general play showed that stat earlier this year he's only played like three games against them you're like how could that be he's been in right. the league for six years but no. it's weird insane. stuff w- wild wacky stuff Nolan McGraw. We have time to go to the Funhouse real quick. Uh, I'll tell you what we have time for. People would be much more excited about this than the Funhouse. Believe me. You sure about that? What are you giving away, Norm? That's right. It's the final giveaway of the week. Two more tickets to see Green Day on the Savior's Tour. It's all happening next summer, July 29th. They're going to be at Nationals Park. You can go if you win right now. Let's do caller number seven, lucky number seven, 410-583-1057. Caller number seven, win two tickets to see Green Day.
2: How about that? We'll come back. News from the NAS 410-583-1057 our number. If you want to get in, we got buy or sell 1215. Count that weekend money, hopefully. Eric at home, NFL.com. Talk about the week that is here. Week 11, National Football League season. Fortunes have changed dramatically for Cleveland and maybe Cincinnati and Baltimore as well. Losing Mark Andrews, Vinny's keys coming up at 1245. How many keys did the Ravens hit in the victory? Last night and up on lunch at 1 We'll do our picks for this weekend As well but join the fun And win stuff here on the fan Okay
0: Picture this it's Friday afternoon When a thought hits you I can waste another Weekend doing the same old whatever Or I can conquer it I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road Any road the steeper the better